Hi, my name is Anna Buteau and as an abundance mindset coach, I coach and teach online entrepreneurs daily on how to use the power of their thoughts to magnetize their dream clients, money, and business. This podcast mission is to spark your entrepreneurial spirit, to think outside the box as to how you want to lead and impact. And it all starts with your thoughts. So sit back and enjoy and let me pull the curtains on your fabulous mind. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Your Fabulous Mind podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest with us. Let me introduce you to Caitlin Williams. She is a brand coach and designer, and she's here to talk about this fabulous world, especially if you are an online entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur in itself. Uh, Brand is such a big part of the discussion when we dive into entrepreneurship. So Caitlin is here to share with us her wisdom and also her expertise. So hello, Caitlin, and welcome to the show. Hello. So happy to be here. (laughs) Well, thank you to be here. It's really an honor to have you. So first off, we're just going to let you introduce yourself and share who you are and what you do. Sure. So you kind of covered it, but I am a brand coach and designer. Um, So my background, my education background is actually in marketing and design, of course, too. But um, that is something that I bring to the table of looking at design from the perspective of also a marketer. Um, What else? So most of my experience is actually in the fashion industry. I've also worked in interior design. Um, but in the fashion industry, I did a ton of marketing for boutiques and then act, like individual brands and stuff too. So that's a little bit about my background. Um, moving into the online space, I really wanted to do something that could um, combine my skills and also what I enjoyed doing. And so branding really allowed me to design to combine like my marketing experience, but then with the design experience as well. So, um, and then in addition to the branding, I also do website design. So that for me is really fun. It's almost like laying out your digital um, home in a way. (laughs) Of course, I love that. And what has inspired you to be in the branding space and, or how did you got introduced in into the branding world as you mentioned you pretty much uh, your background has started more with marketing so how did you got into branding I would love to know well it's an interesting story so in the fashion industry there's actually the way it works is that there is producers or manufacturers and then brands buy from those manufacturers and then they rebrand it under their name so a lot of the times when you're buying clothing you're actually buying the same clothing and just brands will sometimes just um rebrand it under their names so that's really how I got introduced to it um let me make sure my do not disturb is on sorry um into the world so like that's kind of how I figured it out like how important branding is because one brand would sell it for x amount of dollars and then another brand would sell the same thing for less and really their branding is what made um the difference in their pricing and how things sold um when I worked in boutiques, like the, the clothing lines with the best brands and the best marketing collateral connected to that brand, they always sold out the quickest. So um, that's how I kind of got introduced into it. And then when I got into the online space, I realized that nobody really talked about branding or did branding. Um, 
there's a lot of people that throw out marketing strategies out there, marketing tactics, but they honestly really don't stick unless you have a brand. Okay. Can you dive a little bit deeper? What is the meaning of a brand you would say? Like, because um, I think, and I believe that's a, something I see often is a lot of times we get confused between what is marketing and branding and like, what are the, I would say the fine prints of both, uh, both sides of that, because it's funny how branding wouldn't exist without marketing and marketing wouldn't exist without brand at some point, but it's like, just for people to unconfuse them, I would say like, <laughs> so what's your take on that? So I would say, so branding is like the personality of what you're trying to market. So um, think of, I mean, really in personal branding, you are the brand, but like with a more corporate brand, um, it is, you know, like the voice of the brand, the values of the brand, you're literally creating a persona. Um, and it's really good to, when you're an online entrepreneur, to clarify this about yourself, because you may have you and your brand, they should be pretty aligned, but you might have things that are slightly different with your business brands um, from your, what I call personal brands. Um, so yeah, it's basically like the persona. And the way that I describe branding and marketing is marketing is really an umbrella term for how we interact and communicate with our ideal clients. So um, with under the umbrella of marketing, you have branding, it's the foundation. Um, then you have things like PR, media, advertising, social media campaigns, um, pretty much anything that you can do to connect with your audience. Right now we're doing, you know, rich content, which would be like podcasts, YouTube, blogging, things that are a little bit more longer form. So that's kind of how I explain marketing. Branding is really a part of marketing. They go hand in hand. You can't really have one without the other. Of course. So like you mentioned, branding is really the persona that you market then afterwards with whatever you would put under that umbrella of marketing, like the platforms that you use, the way you you bring it up to like marketing is pretty much like the vehicle I would say of, and then you vehicle like you use whatever vehicles, whatever it's a funnel, whatever it's email sequences, whatever it's a platform or uh, social media, podcast, written word, blog, website, CEO, whatever the case scenario is. <laughs> these are all the vehicles to market the brand that's inside of it, because then you per like the persona of branding is like, it's like showcasing, like it's like the picture and everything else is the frame. Would you put yes, it like that? Exactly. It's just to yeah. be sure like we get that we get the picture. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love how you explain it. It's such a it's a really interesting way when you brought it up with the umbrella thing. I think it makes it really um interesting visual. And yeah. like if you would talk, I know you, you work a lot with coaches, right? So how do you think as a coach, because a coach is like pretty much like the brand of the coach, like how would you explain branding for coaching? I would love to know more about that for you from your perspective. Yeah. So, I mean, with any business, you really have two directions. You can go down the path of a personal brand, which is what most coaches do, where they're using their name as their business name. Um, or you can go down a corporate, not, I don't, I don't like to call it corporate branding, but I call it that to separate it where you have like an actual brand name. Yeah. Um, and it really comes back to like your 10 year vision for your brand, 10, even 20 year vision for your, your brand and your business. If you're somebody that wants to have 
coaches underneath you that are coaching under your name, I always recommend going the brand name route. Um, but if you're somebody who you want to be the sole face of your brand, you want to be the content creator, um, you are the main coach, maybe you have a VA and a social media manager, but you really are the person behind the business and you want to go down a personal brand route. Um, so that starts with your name. What do you want to call yourself? First name, last name, first name, middle name. I often go by Caitlin Alyssa. Um, so picking that and then getting really clear, like I said, on your values, your voice, the impact you want to make and who you want to serve um, is really where branding starts. A lot of people think it starts with the visual identity, yeah. but that, <laughs> that is like the icing on the cake. We do that after. If you try to design a brand without understanding um, the actual strategy part of it, and by strategy, I mean your vision, values, voice, all of that, um, it won't connect. It won't feel authentic. There will be some type of disconnect there. And that's just because there's no clarity between um, how we bridge the connection between your visual brand identity and your brand strategy, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. I think that's another thing where a lot of people get confused with branding is that like, they think like branding is like the color palettes and the, the way the pictures look. And it's like, no, it's like so much more of that. Like, yes, it's like, at the end of the day, you it's, it's like a painter, like Van Gogh always said, like, I dream and then I paint my dreams. It's the same yeah. for pretty much basic thing, like for branding, but sometimes, sometimes people can get confused. <laughs> um, and well, I was confusing myself in the beginning. I, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't lie on that. Like in the beginning, like the way my pictures look and was so much more important than the rest. But at the end of the day, like, when you get deep down into the branding part of it, it's like, no, you want to share your voice. You want to share what you stand for and, and other stuff like that. Right. The core values, like you mentioned, and why would anyone like as an entrepreneur or starting their business would want to look into branding? Do you think it's something maybe more of a starter entrepreneur should look into, or maybe if they're a little bit further along, or it's really something that they should get clear in the beginning. I would love your, your perspective on that. Yeah. So a good brand is always evolving. So it's good to start now and you, you will evolve over time, no matter what, especially if you're really heavily invested in it. But yes, the first thing you want to get started is your, um, is with your brand strategy. So clarifying again, vision, values, voice. I always say the V's um, <laughs> of branding. Um, so yeah, clarifying that. And then, um, DIYing your own brand identity at first, especially if you're within like the first six months of business, I always recommend that. Um, but don't be afraid to reach out for a professional's help if that's like holding you up. Like, do not let the visuals hold you up. Um, but yeah, so strategy, get some type of visuals put together. I always say that some visuals are good because they build consistency and consistency builds trust. So like if your page consistently uses the same color palette, the same typography, um, and even you have consistency in your brand voice, that is going to build trust with people, which is what's going to get you in the door um, or at least get one foot in the door with your ideal client. So I see a lot of people that like pick a design and then um, they have no connection to it or they get shiny object, object syndrome and a new font comes out and they're like constantly changing it. And that is going to create distrust. It's better to have a bad design and be consistent at it than have, um, than to be constantly changing your, your visual identity, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I would love to dive a bit deeper into that as, um, this experience of getting like shiny object syndrome, like, um, you, 
of course we i think we've all been there when you want to try out because sometimes like you said it evolves so in the process of evolution of your own brand, of the of someone's branding would you say you have to kind of stick with some of the visuals at least for a period of time or how do you how do you go about that Yeah. So I usually say stick with it for three to six months because you need three to six months to really test um, really anything to see if it's going to work. Um, So give it three to six months and then you're going to come so far in three to six months (laughs) that you're going to be like, okay, either one, you're not going to have time to even mess with it anymore. Or two, you're going to be like, okay, I've totally outgrown this. So I always say three to six months. um, And then once you start feeling like I mean, I think you and I can both talk for this, but your ideal client is going to change so much too, which is who you're really designing for. Yes, it's about personal um, aesthetics and what you want to feel, but it also needs to align with your ideal client. So once you feel solid with your ideal client and you have clarity, which I find usually happens at about the year and a half, two years, sometimes even three year mark, then I would start to really heavily invest in the visual identity. Um, because, and then that's when consistency really matters. But in the first like six months to a year, just try to stick with it as long as you can. And then again, you're going to come so far that it either, you're not going to have time for it and you don't care anymore, or it's going to be time you've outgrown it. And now you're going to want to adjust a few things. Amazing. And, um, well, I saw a lot on your pages where you talk about, um, color palettes sure people would love to know about that we that's the fun part of the branding space like the color palette what's your take on that okay so I am like a buyer psychology nerd so I like love to understand why people buy and color palettes are something that are so interesting to me because everybody comes to me and they're like I want a neutral color palette and I'm like why (laughs) um so anyways Another point with it too is a lot of people think your logo is the most important, which if you actually look at logos that have built timeless brands, especially in the fashion industry, like if you think of Chanel or like their logo, like yeah. yeah, right. It's literally like the most basic logo ever. It's actually your color palette. That is really what connects you to your, like what creates that emotional connection um, because the human brain can actually um, interpret color faster than it can words. So if your color palette is like really obnoxious and loud, but then you want your copy is really like calm and collective and that's the vibe you want to give off, your color palette's going to push somebody away. So it's really important that your colors are tied to your brand voice and the experience you want to create. Um, because there is a lot of psychology behind it. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So uh, maybe we'll get back onto another podcast episode just to talk about that subject for sure. I'm keeping <laughs> that. I'm noting that for sure. Psychology. Well, how do you call it? Psychology of colors? Buyer psychology. Buyer psychology. Okay. Taking yeah. big notes on that one um or color theory color theory. oh interesting okay we need another episode for that just specifically on <laughs> yeah. these subjects I would love to, to have you back for that um and I'm sure you guys out there you will love to have that too um now we're at this little um 
space that I have. It's called pick your mind questions. So if you're new to the podcast, people, this is the three, these are three questions that I ask every guest on my, on my podcast. They're the three main same questions, but you will always have different answers as we always have different people on. And it's just to show, it's really about to showcase you how, um, like we're all different, but we're all fabulous in the same sense. And this is where the fun begins. So Caitlin, what in your experience and opinion makes up a fabulous mind? Ooh, the two words that come to mind are like expansion and creativity. So like I am constantly pushing myself creatively. Like what can I come up with that has never been done before? And so I feel like it's just insane. Like when you really like push your mind or change your mindset, like how much everything around you can change. So I think if you have those two characteristics, like that's what makes up a fabulous mind. (laughs) I love it. And also second question now, what makes it so fabulous to do the work that you do? Ooh, I mean, I guess I kind of answered that in my last question, just constantly being able to like be innovative, like um, never not having to follow the rules. Like in corporate America, if you work in design, if you're like a graphic designer, you work for an agency, like I feel like you're always having to follow somebody else's rules. Like there's art directors, creative directors that are above you and they're the ones that finally sign it off. So like being a digital entrepreneur and a creative, there's so much freedom and then room for innovation. I love it. And now third question, what is your biggest superpower of your fabulous self? Ooh, <laughs> I guess I kind of answered this in my, <laughs> in my last answers too. Like I love to be creative and I love to be innovative. I love to think outside of the box. Like um, even with things like sales and lead generation, like not thinking like, oh, what's my ideal client struggling with? So I can go and like search for them that way. Like, no, let's think about what other brands are they following? What books are they reading? What, like, what other ways can we connect with them and then allow them to open up about their, um, you know, the struggles that you might be able to then offer to solve. So, um, yeah, I forgot what the question was or what I was talking about. (laughs) Well, it's what is your biggest superpower of your fabulous self? So you, well, yeah, I, 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 well, we know each other. So I know like the creative side of you is, I believe one of your biggest superpower of just, like you said, you don't like, it's, it's funny how I picture you. It's like, you don't color in the lines. That's (laughs) how I see it with you because it's like, like you like to go on the, the other side of the board. Like for you, it's like, there's no line in creativity, especially in, because I've, I've seen a lot of your work, the different work that you've done for different people and different brands and different people who want to put themselves out there as a brand also. And it's like, you, you just don't color in the lines. So it's like, you have this great way to really expand creativity. So I think, yeah, that's a good, good superpower for you. And I believe it is your superpower, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with my business model, like I was always told, like, you can either be like a done for you service provider, or you can be a coach. Like those are your two options. And it's like, no, I want both. So like, how do I make this work with both instead of just like one or the other, Um, even though maybe it hasn't been done before, but who cares? Like I do stuff that's never been done before all the time. Let's make it happen kind of thing. But the thing is, it's like, we say it's never been done before, but it's so not true. The thing is, it's like (laughs) your business, 
but the thing is it's like we wouldn't be in the world that we are if we've never decided at some point to make things different and just choose that this is our way and this is what I think this is what I believe in and this is what I imagine and like because that's the thing the less you constrict yourself you restrict yourself like the big like the things just expand from there and it's like um yeah and it's like I don't know where I was going with this I lost my track of thoughts but um I thought (laughs) whatever but (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, it's like you can do business the way you want to, like your business is your business, the way you, you structure it. And this is something I teach a lot. Well, I teach a lot in my own space is like, why are you restricting yourself to the things that you want to do? It's like, you want to, you want to do both, then just do both. Like it's, it's going to be fine. And you're going to answer and you're going to, because maybe that's what you're meant to be doing is doing both. It's like, I do one-on-one coaching. I love one-on-one coaching. Um, and I create a course and I love creating a course. I even created an ebook and I'm thinking of creating something new right now. I'm actually working on a newer project and it's like, but I want all of the above. I don't want to restrict myself. I feel called to do something. I'll do it. I do my podcast. I do my coaching. I do this, I do that. But it's like, I love all of it, but it's like, just, just opening up. I don't, I don't have a YouTube channel though. That's the only thing I don't have, but um, (laughs) maybe one day, I don't know. Right now I'm not called to do it. It's like, I'm not called to write either. I don't do it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It doesn't mean it will happen. It's like just keeping that overflowing and availability of opportunity. Yeah. A little bit other thing too. Oh yeah. I was just going to say like with your brand, like there's all, there's a hundred different marketing strategies or tactics you can use, but like really the, when a brand stands out, it's when they're doing, or the entrepreneur is doing what feels right to them and what they think is going to connect most with their audience. And usually it's what feels right to them. You know, it always comes back to that. Like, and it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I mean, as long as you're putting yourself out there in some way, shape or form, then you're doing more than, you know, the person that's not. So like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love that. And it's a beautiful way to end to you guys a little bit this conversation around like, just trust yourself at some point. And like, and of course, if you do need more help, like seek help, like Caitlin, of course, now the question is now, where can we find you and how can we work with you right now? Yeah. So Instagram's the best place to find me right now. It's at Caitlin Alyssa creative. We're probably gonna have to put that in the show notes. Cause my name of is course. really hard to, to spell. Um, and then my website, I'm still working on it, but it's going to be done here officially July 1st. Um, I'm actually going to be rebranding under a different name to fit my future vision. So, um, the URL will be different from CaitlinAlyssaCreative.com, but watch out for that. Um, and then my, the main three ways you can work with me right now are through one-on-one brand coaching, brand design, and then website design. Amazing. Of course you will find her Instagram handles people into the show notes, uh, to go and follow her and get all the deets if you desire to work with your own branding or get some maybe tips and tricks. Caitlin shares a lot in her content on that. So of course you can binge on that content all the time. I love to do myself. So yeah, I want to thank you, Caitlin, for being here. 
and it was an amazing discussion. We will definitely have you back because we've <laughs> have a couple of new topics that we could dive deeper into. Absolutely. It's been great to be on here. Yes. Thank you. So people also remember, if you're not in the Facebook community, you want to come and join. Of course, the link is in the show notes as Caitlin will be sharing some little tips and tricks. I know she already shared some, but she's giving you other tips and tricks that will be uh, shared into that community. So you want to join to get your hands on that. With this being said, remember, you are a fabulous. was fire i really hope you enjoyed this remember to also subscribe to the podcast because you really don't want to miss out on all the juiciness that is dropped every single day only for you also if you are looking for more there is a fabulous community for you to join where bonuses extra content surprises and of course the opportunity to meet other badasses who are also on a journey of self-discovery of their own greatness You can find all the information in the show notes. And once again, thank you for listening to Your Fabulous Mind podcast.